0: This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today it's our second episode of Big and Loud for Parkinson's disease. Cindy Rubel is a speech-language pathologist at MidMichigan Health. Cindy is certified in LSVT Loud, a therapy for Parkinson's disease. In last week's podcast, Sam talked about LSVT Big as a therapy for patients with Parkinson's disease. We ask Cindy, what is LSVT Loud and how is it related?
1: LSVT Loud is named after Lee Silverman, who was actually the first person with Parkinson's disease to go through the speech therapy program. And it is also used with other individuals with neurological conditions, but it was originally developed for people with Parkinson's. It is an intensive, evidence based treatment that focuses on one goal, which is to be loud. And it was found that individuals responded very well to that. It worked, and the results were lasting. So they used the same protocol or model to develop the LSVT BIG program, which focuses on the physical aspects or the physical problems that a person may have who has Parkinson's or other neurological conditions.
0: How does Parkinson's disease affect a person's ability to speak?
1: One of the hallmark problems that people will have is that their speech will get soft. And sometimes people or their family members will describe it as being mumbled or garbled. And often the person with Parkinson's doesn't realize it. And that sometimes is a bit of a dilemma because it's the Parkinson's which makes the person think that they're talking loud enough when really they're talking too soft. Often that can be one of the first symptoms of Parkinson's is a person talking with a softer voice where people can't understand them possibly at work or you know doing whatever their hobbies and interests are.
0: So it's not necessarily a neurological problem with the vocal cords as much as it is a perception
1: problem? Exactly. It's a sensory perception problem. The person doesn't perceive themselves as talking soft. And so part of the program we call is recalibrating, helping them to relearn and regain that loud focus so their speech is normal. The goal is to get it normal loudness. Now,
0: as a person with Parkinson's disease, are they hearing the rest of the world differently than than someone without Parkinson's disease or is it just their own voice?
1: It's their own voice. So it really is a, it's a it's a sensory their perception of how their volume or the intensity of their speech is.
0: So then what is LSVT, loud therapy? What do you do in in a therapy session?
1: The goal is single-focused, and it's to be loud or speak loud. And by doing that, you improve the respiratory support for speech, you improve vocal cord or laryngeal function, as well as articulation and speech intelligibility. Mm -hmm.
0: Are those things also affected by Parkinson's disease in a
1: neurological way? It can be. But often, the person, once the program is started, especially in the early to moderate phases, it really, they respond. They are able to have normal respiratory status, their vocal folds. They're able to achieve normal or above normal loudness level. It is the changes in the brain and the perception or the sensory input that they're getting regarding their voice.
0: So, how does a person with Parkinson's disease benefit from loud therapy?
1: Well, they will have improved speech intelligibility when talking with friends and family. Often the goal is to be able to communicate with in the community, whether it's church, social groups, sports, whatever activities that they're doing that they enjoy completing.
0: What does the therapy schedule look like?
1: With LSVT, it is an intensive four day a week program for four weeks. And while it might sound like a lot, it goes very fast. The progress is usually noticed almost immediately within the first couple sessions, and then the effects are long-lasting. Is it kind
0: of like that old psychological experiment where they gave people goggles where they saw the world upside down and their brain flipped it? I mean, does that does it, is it actually retraining the brain to perceive differently?
1: That is that is the goal. You know, however, you still do have a person with Parkinson, so mm-hmm. the person still does have the condition, and so the recommendation is to continue with the home program after therapy is over, so that they can continue to focus on that loud and they still have to be aware and they have to know and sometimes caregivers have to be partners in helping to keep them on focus, you know, keep them doing their home program and maybe cueing them from time to time that they need to be louder in certain situations and reinforcing what they've been through in therapy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Is there a certain group of patients for whom this therapy is best?
1: Anyone, you know, with Parkinson's and it can be any stage, you know, early, the early stages to more moderate stages is probably ideal. If a person is in the later stages, it can still be effective, but often they really do need a communication partner to make sure that they, they benefit the most, and they will probably need a communication partner you know, to help them really carry over what they've learned in therapy. It's also used with other neurological conditions, such as stroke, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, using the same theoretical model.
0: So it has applications beyond just Parkinson's.
1: Yes, it does. Yes. Yes. Even, even children. It's a change in their sensory input, Mm -hmm. you know, or how they're perceiving their voice. And yeah, that's one of the challenges of therapy is getting them to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with their normal voice because it feels like they're shouting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just to be able to, because they'll come, you know, often it's a very soft voice Mm -hmm. and that feels comfortable to them. It feels normal. And of course, if you're in a restaurant or whatever, you know, you have a spouse who has a hearing loss or in another room. And so then we get them, you know, talking normal, what would be considered normal. And they they'll say, I think I'm shouting. And so I do a lot of recording and comparing. See, you and I are at the same. We're at the same level. You know, we're talking here and I'm not louder than you or I'm a little bit louder than you. So you're you know, you're not being too loud. But that's kind of the I want to say, like, a, it's a little bit of a dim, paradox or dilemma, you know, because they, you know, it feels uncomfortable for them to, to speak at a normal loudness level.
0: That is Mid Michigan Health speech language pathologist Cindy Rubel. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. And to learn more about LSVT and its availability at Mid-Michigan Health. Go to midmichigan.org LSVT. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon. We'll have another edition of Health Dose.